Hey, we sent out an email to everyone on our comm list with a short survey. We also posted the same questions at a few important spots on social media. Our goal was to get a better idea what our listeners want to hear in future episodes. The response was tremendous. Thank you to the hundreds of flippers from all over who took a minute to participate. We're putting your ideas and answers to work right now. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. Hey, thank you. And Oh, and the survey is still open. You can find it on our Flippers Forum on Facebook, and there's links to the Flippers Forum on our website uh, at FlippingGenius.com, and you'll find it on Jeff Green's Facebook group uh, called Flipping Cars on Facebook. Very good group. Uh, and if you'd like to be on our communication list, just email me at flippingquestions at gmail.com and write survey in the title line and we'll be able to send the link to you and you can go right to the survey and take it. It just it takes less than a minute, I think, to answer it. Really, it's very helpful. And we'll be drawing uh, from all the participants for a cool free prize. But way, way more importantly, we'll be listening to you, our listeners, and from that information, that's how we're going to consider future benefits in the in our program and our flipping genius family of programs that we're developing and and for future episodes. And, uh, you know, over 70 percent of the respondents that that we've read so far uh, say they want to hear about actual flips and Actually, actually, they said they wanted to hear about successful flips, which is that is more fun. But honestly, I had an idea for today's episode, number fifty-five. By the way, how cool is that? Yeah, we're fifty-five percent of the way to hundred episodes, more than five percent of the way to a thousand episodes. Now that and a nickel will get you a nickel's worth of something. <laughs> so seriously, one of the things that we're going to do today is talk about a real live flip, one that I literally started today. Well, I mean, technically, I started it yesterday, if you include the homework. So I'm going to talk my way through this flip. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll include pictures on the website. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably shoot some videos of the, the vehicle, too, and just take you through, you know, the effort over the next couple maybe three episodes and we'll we'll do and we're going to do some other things too in these episodes but but this is going to be a cool little sidebar and i i think that this is something like i said that you've asked for um and and we're going to con- continue to build episodes around this so please if you haven't participated in the in the survey yet please do and send me your input because that's how I want to develop this because this is the key. Our goal on the Flipping Genius is to help you make money 
And the way we can do that is by focusing on what you need help with. So let's get started with this. Um, first off, like I said, there's there's auction prep. And I was going to a dealer's auction today. And if you've listened to me before, you know, I've, I've talked about that. Um, the, uh, the auction was going to start first thing this morning. So I try to get ready the night before. The auction I was going to uh, was dealer's auto auction in Athens, Alabama. You have to be a licensed auto dealer. Uh, you have to show your license to get in. You have to have an auction card to get in. So it's not open to the public. Um, and you would think that that would create some amazing deals. Uh, and there are some times when you get pretty good deals. But honestly, lately, man, the prices have been just been going crazy. But I go back all the time because of all the deals that I've gotten over the years and the camaraderie that I've built with the guys. And it's it's a it's a uh, time, usually time well spent. There has been times lately where I've come home empty handed because I won't go off my my script. I won't go off my clipboard. Um, but we'll talk more about that uh, in, in a couple of minutes. Now, dealers auto auction, fine, fine operation. Great people. You've heard some of the people on the podcast in the past. Uh, and just tremendous people from top to bottom. Um, they do a nice job. It's not a huge auction. This week they had about 300 vehicles running, which is a smaller than number, uh, usual number for, for their, their operation there. Probably something to do with the, the cold weather. It's about 28 degrees, pretty cold for Alabama uh, when we, we got started, and it didn't get much warmer uh, all day long. Um, so they had about 300 vehicles that they were going to run on their their through their auction today they were running three lanes so there'll be three lanes running simultaneously uh, some of you are very experienced at this some of you are not so i'm going to try to you know talk you through what what i was looking at um uh, the first night uh i go the night before i go to their website which you can look them up, uh, Dealers Auto Auction. If you just Google, you'll you'll find them, and you can find the same information I was looking at. You don't have to be a dealer to see the the information that they post, and they've got operations. I don't think, and I think dealers has operations in maybe eight or nine cities, and I think uh, our Huntsville, Alabama slash Athens, Alabama is their their number one operation. Do a really good job here. Um, and really good people, and it's, it, there's no doubt that the crew there is why they're so they're so fantastic. Um, so I go to their website the night before, and they list all their vehicles. Uh, all the basic information is listed on their site. Um, and th there's pictures. Sometimes they'll have 20, 25 pictures of a vehicle, and there's a lot of people that you compete with at the, the dealer's auction who are actually bidding online who have not seen the vehicle other than the pictures and the description which kind of blows me away because uh, there's a lot of things you don't know about a vehicle if you're not standing there looking at it. But I try to get ready the night before so I know what you know I'm, I'm looking at um, when I get out there and know where, which vehicles I'm interested in. Now, I sort out the vehicles according to my target market. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, I've talked about, I mean, I've been a licensed dealer for about 13 years now, I think. And I, I typically sell vehicles for less than $4,000, probably more frequently less than $3,000. I'd like to keep in that, that range, probably $2,500, $3,500 is my, my sweet spot. Um, I've had uh, people ask me, you know, why I just had, had a young guy contact me this week, asked me, um, 
why that? Are you couldn't you make a lot more money if you were selling ten thousand dollar cars or fifteen thousand dollar cars? And, and personally, my gut instinct is is and I I I wonder if I should be telling everybody this, but <laughs> I've watched and I and I don't think I'd make more money if I sold uh, a more expensive car. I think my my profit in uh, in actual currency would be about the same. I think I'd make I, I think I can make. Eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars off of a thirty-five hundred dollar car, and if I think if I sold a ten thousand dollar car, I'd still make eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars. So that's why I target this. So knowing that, I sort through all three hundred vehicles that they have, and I found seventeen actual vehicles that I was going to take a look at. So I'm still. This is still last night. I'm still. Monday night, auctions Tuesday night. I'm still at home uh, looking at my computer, doing my list. Now, if you uh, recall uh, episode 27, I talked about auction day. I probably have done it more than once. I'll probably do it more because it's kind of a big deal. Um, Auctions are a good place to buy vehicles. Definitely not the only place. Um, And I mentioned earlier, I mentioned a friend of mine, Jeff Green from Texas. And a lot of you guys are probably familiar with Jeff. Maybe you're on uh his uh his group that i mentioned before jeff's got some great ideas on how to buy vehicles other ways and i'm hoping to get jeff on the podcast sometime but auctions are a way to see a lot of cars at one time and get a chance to buy them and if you uh, can make a competitive bid you can buy the vehicle have it immediately uh usually you get the title within a week or two and you are ready to go um so what we're going to do today is I'm going to talk about what I've done so far. So I sat down uh, with my clipboard and my uh, auction worksheet that I've talked about. And you can see copies of the worksheet and uh, descriptions of it on FlippingGenius.com. Uh, if you go to episode 27, I've got uh, actual copies of that there. And you can see what I, what I did that day. And that's exactly what I was doing last night for today. So... I broke it down to 17 out of the 300 vehicles that I wanted to work with. And then as I looked at them and and looked at their descriptions and looked at the pictures, I threw five more of those out, which left me only 12. Um, I took those five out either because I had seen the vehicle before and wasn't interested uh, due to, you know, something being wrong with it I didn't want to mess with. Or I have a previous experience with the selling dealer that tells me I shouldn't buy a vehicle from them. And I don't want to disparage anybody um, because that's that's not really what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is those guys are smarter than me and I know to stay away from them because if they're selling the car, I don't need to buy the car because they're, they're smart enough to make money. And I know this is not this is not the one I'm going to make money on. If they can't do it, I can't do it. So I've got it now now to 12 vehicles, which is a pretty small number, uh, but still it, worth going. Because if I can buy just one of those, I can make money off it. If I could buy three or four of them, that would be just awesome. And uh, so now it's time to get ready uh, for battle. And that's kind of how I think of it. So I use Kelly Blue Book. And, and I know a lot of folks out there are probably going to say they've used something different. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I would love to have your input. So if you've got some, something else that you use, and I know you do, um, and you'd like to, to share it with me, 
please do. Please send it. Send the information. Uh, flippingquestions at gmail.com. That's my email address. Um, if you want to get together and talk or maybe, you know, maybe we'll have you on the show sometime. Um, share your ideas with me. Oh, and, and by the way, another great place for this is our new Flippers Forum. Uh, that's exactly what it's there for. On, on Facebook group, we've formed our Flippers Forum, which I've talked about in the past. Now there's links to it directly from this week's episode and last week's episode and future episodes. You can click on that and join the Flippers Forum. It is a private group, so you've got to be you got to come in by invitation, which that's your invitation. Click on that link, come in, answer a couple questions, let me know how you got there, and we will be screening very tightly because I, I there's so much uh, spam on Facebook. I don't want that to get in your pocket. So uh, that you'll you please take a, a couple seconds there to answer the questions I, I lay out, and then once you're in. You can share this information with other flippers all around. <laughs> okay, so back to Kelly Blue Book. I, I look at Kelly Blue Book. I try to look at the fair market values uh, for the vehicles based on, you know, what we were looking at. Like the first one we looked at was a 2006 Infiniti M45. It had 204,000 miles on it. It's an eight-cylinder automatic. Uh, it showed that it had some unibody damage. Um, so that's the information I, I enter in, not the unibody damage, but the rest of it in. And frankly, that's one I X'd out. I already knew I didn't want that one. The first one that actually made my list that I looked up, uh, was a 2005 Ford Explorer XLT. It had 184,000 miles on it. Um, and it showed, I wrote down that it's, it's uh, value private party. Uh, I look at private party, um, fair market values and it ranged from 1100 to 3100 and i wrote down a target price of 2115 dollars so that's kind of in my in my mind um a, a pretty easy number that i'll be able to sell it for 2115 so when i get there i gotta take a look at it and see if i'm accurate in what i'm guessing that car looks like and then figure out if i want to pay more or less than i would have and remember i want to make 800 to 1200 dollars per vehicle so that's kind of where we're going. Um, try not to bore you with too much junk on this, uh, but this is what I do before I, I head out. Uh, so out of those 12 vehicles, they ranged from a value of a low value of $800 and a high value of $8,500, which is a, a pretty huge range, but that's just preliminary. Um, and, and then after I get all this on my worksheet, the same worksheet that, that you saw me use back in episode 27 that I posted on the website, after I do that, I turn off my computer and I go hang out with my bride. And I really don't think about it until it's time to head to the auction the, the next morning. And, and I'll tell you what, when we get back from this break, I'm going to tell you about the auction day and about the one owner, Acura, MDX that I bought. But first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my friend, Jeremy Fisher. My dad used to say, why reinvent the wheel? He meant, if it's done right, there's no reason to redo it. And that was my first thought when I saw Jeremy Fisher's digital video training course and text, three-hour flip and three-hour flip academy. 
Jeremy Fisher is a longtime successful car flipper and a tremendous communicator with over 2 million downloads of his materials online already. In 3-Hour Car Flip Academy, Jeremy walks you through car flipping from how to find deals, how to analyze deals, how to maximize your profitability, how to market and sell your vehicles, and then how to build on your success. Like I've said before, Jeremy Fisher has built his course right. So why reinvent the wheel? When Jeremy visited with me on episode 42 of Flipping Genius, he agreed to allow our listeners to get lifetime access to his digital training, 3-Hour Flip Academy, with a copy of the 3-Hour Flip e-text for just $49. That's a one-time fee of less than 50 bucks. Frankly, you ought to make 10 times that amount from your very first flip. Go to our website to get this special deal. Visit www.flippinggenius.com with one G, Flippin' Genius, and click on the Resources tab at the top of the page. Then click on the More Great Stuff tab on our Resources page, and it'll take you to Jeremy's $49 deal. Now, if that's more clicks than you want to make, or if you have a question, just send an email to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com, and I'll get you an answer and a direct link to 3-Hour Flip Academy. Hey, a bunch of you have gone and bought uh, Jeremy's course from flippinggenius.com, and thank you for doing that. I would love to hear your success stories. Please, hey, send me an email. Let me know what's going on. Uh, and I'll tell you, everybody wants to know what you're doing positive. So if you've got a success story to share, please send it along, flippingquestions at gmail.com. Or there's a button you can click and actually record something and send me an audio clip. That'd be cool, too. Hey, it's auction day. <laughs> auction day, uh, in this case, starts at 9 a.m., and I always go early. Um, my selections this day are going to start at about 9.15. Um so I, I try to get there at about 8 o'clock. I think I was a couple minutes early today. Um, it was pretty cold, and I, I needed to keep moving. Um, it, it just it, Basically, what I'll do is is I walk around the vehicle. I'm just going to take you around a, a typical vehicle. Um, one of the cars I was looking at was a 05 Ford Explorer XLT. So I... I walk around the outside, just take a look at the body. I grade the body. I guess I'm, I, I, it's one to five, but I never expect to see any fives when I'm looking at what I look at. So really a three or a four is best I'm going to see, and a two is acceptable. And this uh, Explorer graded out at a two. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it's a Ford Escape. Graded out as a two. I think I, I was being a little tough on it because it was a nice-looking vehicle. Um, the the um, the miles on it were 138,000. Uh, the tires I gave them a two, so they were acceptable. Uh, the interior was acceptable. I gave it a two. I thought it was running just a little bit of rough, a little bit rough when I I started it, but I kept it. I left it running. This is something I do. I just keep the car running if it's got gas in it, because uh, if they're running a little bit of rough, a little bit rough, I'm I'm worried about them having a head gasket issue. So I figure if I leave them running for five, ten minutes, it'll probably expose itself. Um, but it seemed okay when I came back. I came back, and as I added the cars to look at, 
And so I gave it an okay, and I, I graded the car at a two, which is acceptable to me for the price range I'm at. It was a six-cylinder automatic front-wheel drive. Um, there was a couple a couple things. I, I It was low on coolant uh, in the reservoir. I didn't like that. But it was coming from a good dealer who usually sells good stuff. It was a Ford dealer, so it was a Ford trade-in. That's a good sign. Uh, I saw the fair market value between fifteen and twenty-nine on this one, fifteen hundred and twenty-nine hundred, and this is low. I'm I'm always I'm always very cautious, but I'm guessing that the the vehicle would sell around twenty-five hundred bucks. I thought that that'd be an acceptable price. Um, so I wrote eleven fifty, which I know that's super cheap, but I'll tell you why I do that. Um, I I'm here to make money. <laughs> And I know that if I buy this vehicle, I'll have to put some money in it. I also have auction fees. So in order to make my 800 to 1200 bucks, I'm going to have to buy it right. And that's something we talk about all the time. So that's what I wrote down on my paper, $1,150. Um, now, that's how I graded that particular vehicle. And, I, and, and another, another thing that, that I think about that I remember is my friend, uh, Philip Pataki, who is a, a a real good guy and another dealer who I often see across the lane when I'm buying this type of vehicle because Philip does the same thing I do and he's been doing it for a few years longer. He said, because I told him I'm not buying anything. I'm having trouble buying anything. And he said, you got to you got to get out of your comfort zone about 200 250 dollars right now. If you're going to buy anything, you got to jump it up past the clipboard. That was the clipboard you just heard. Uh, and I, that's stuck in my head. I, it's, it's hard for me to do because I like to hold on to all my money. And I also remembered the words of a guy named Gary Bentley. You probably heard Gary on the podcast way back, uh, episode 24 or something like that. Uh, Gary's one of the wisest guys I know in, in, in the, the car business, particularly in my market. And he told me, I think last week that, that he wasn't getting anything. And I thought if, if, Gary's not buying anything. That's crazy, crazy. I really got to listen to what Philip's saying. So I stuck that in the back of my my head. And the vehicles, the vehicles uh, started rolling. So I I had gone out there and I'd done my homework. I did that walk around, uh, looked at looked at the outside, the inside, the tires. Started it up. Listened to how it run. Checked the oil, you know, underneath the hood. I'm looking for telltale signs, big leaks problems that tell me that this vehicle is going to be trouble. A lot of times I can learn as much from the trunk as I can from the engine. I think I've probably said that before. I pop the trunk. I look for coolant bottles and oil bottles back there because that a lot of times is all they don't hide them that well. Um, I'm looking for things that are going to make it difficult to sell this vehicle or anything that, that is going to be very expensive. I always check out all the windows, make sure they go up and down. That's an expensive fix. I want to make sure I don't have a broken windshield because that's 200 bucks. 200 bucks is a big deal in, in this price range. I want to make sure I've got good tires and good battery. And if the battery is dead, I want to make sure it's, I'm hoping it's going to be a Walmart battery still in warranty. Like I've said in past episodes, they've been great with me replacing their, their, uh, their batteries. Um, so I've done, I've done that on my 12 vehicles that I've got left. I've done my walk around. Some of them actually, I didn't do any walk around. As I looked down my list here, I threw out another couple. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Um, so I am down now to eight vehicles that I'm actually, that I actually did a breakdown on. And, uh, 
really one of them. Uh, I've got a number down, but there's no way in the world I'm going to buy it because it's a it's a, a, a vehicle and it winds up selling. I wrote I wrote I was pay six hundred dollars for it. I, I know the junkyard. I think I would have paid a thousand dollars for it, and it I believe sold for over three thousand dollars. So it, some of the numbers are just going crazy. The vehicles are rolling and prices are soaring. I wrote that note. <laughs> it's tax time. Uh, you know, tax time's right around the corner, so the prices are high. And and remember, there's free money out here. If, if you're listening to this podcast at some later date, you may not re- recall that the federal government has given away some money uh, for this uh, uh, coronavirus to try to help people. So I don't know what you call it, but I call it free money. And I think when money is free, people spend it unwisely. So that has affected some things, too. Um not dramatically because it hasn't been a ton of money, but it's been enough money to, to try to drive the market a little bit. So the prices are higher, really higher than I've expected to see them. Um, for example, <laughs> that that vehicle I talked about it was it was uh, item number C19. That is the uh, that that 05 Ford Escape, decent looking car, good miles. Um, and I'm I'm told you earlier that I thought I would be able to sell it for. $2,500 max. That's really my target. I might have got a couple hundred bucks more from it, but I wouldn't want to plan on that. Um, that vehicle sold at the dealer's auction for $3,000 with the fees and the cost. That that vehicle's over $3,400. <laughs> Maron. <laughs> That's what I want to say. That's a line from The Sopranos. That I, I, I'm a big Sopranos fan. They say when things are just crazy, and that is just crazy. So I'll put you in my shoes this morning. I'm striking out. Um, cars are coming through. They're selling for way more than I think they should. And I, I try to stick to the clipboard. And I'm, I'm keeping things in mind, but I've got to stick to the clipboard. But I keep working. I keep staying in it. I keep looking. And I try to stick just with what's on my clipboard. Because that's, that's another struggle that you can find. A vehicle comes through that looks good, but you haven't checked it out beforehand. That's where you can really get caught. And I saw one go through like that. It was about a 2012 vehicle that sold for $1,900. And everybody was shying away from it. Remember, <laughs> they're probably smarter than you. <laughs> they're usually smarter than me. So I stuck to my guns and didn't go after that one. But today, number C29 was a 2004 Acura MDX Touring. It was loaded, and I checked it out had everything and it looked good uh it runs great transmission straight it's all-wheel drive almost new tires matching new tires all the way around that may sound crazy to some of you but a lot of times they're not matching and a lot of times they're not very good um but, but i've scored it out i scored that one out with a, a three on tires which is hard to get a three from me that meant that they were practically new uh, the battery was a Walmart battery still under warranty, so I knew even if for some reason I have a problem with the battery, my friends at Walmart will replace it for me for free. Seriously. <laughs> it's got a backup camera, a DVD system, a moon, the moonroof, leather, the expensive floor mats, the nice Acura chrome wheels. Now, the, miles, the miles are high, but anybody's listened to me before knows that that doesn't really scare me. Uh, the maintenance required light is on, but that's kind of typical for high miles, and that doesn't scare me either. Uh, but still, you know me, my price, 
I wrote 1150 down as my target on this one. And that's what I want to pay. And I know I'm crazy uh, because even the inoperational vehicles, the not running vehicles, were selling for more than that earlier, just a few minutes earlier. Uh, the vehicle rolls into the, the lane and I'm ready. And I jump into the bidding at $800. And the auctioneer in that lane genuinely seemed excited when he said, Badger is in. He really does. It's been a few weeks since I've entered a bid in this lane because I follow my clipboard. And these guys are going past my clipboard so fast that I don't even get a chance to raise my hand. So the price goes back and forth, and it goes past my 1150 bucks. And I remember what my buddy Philip said, and I keep at it. I keep at it, and I bid $1,400. The auctioneer tries to get somebody in at $1,500 or even $1,450. And I'll tell you what, sometimes it pays, I think, to be friends with folks because I know, I know, <laughs> I saw Gary across the way, and he didn't say anything. And the auctioneer said, sold the Badger for $1,400, and those are sweet words. At least if it's a good vehicle. <laughs> Gary Bentley gave me a thumbs up. I felt good about that. Uh, I paid and I, uh, I drove it out of the auction. I took it for a spin. Got it up to good speed. Everything worked great. Rode well. I checked the glove box when I got back to the auction. And I found the records going all the way back to the start. Yep. It's a one owner from California. A trade-in to one of the most reputable new car dealers in our area. So, so far, very sweet. Very sweet. Now, next, like always, I took it to Dennis Johnson's Automotive on Old Railroad Bed Road in Madison, Alabama. <laughs> and he doesn't pay me for advertising, folks. And I gave the keys to Gary Hargrove, who you've heard on this podcast, I think episode 26 or something like that. Great, entertaining guy and a great source of information and somebody I trust immensely, uh, and I asked him to check it out. Next episode, I'll let you know what we learn and what we do next on this flip. <laughs> Such fun. Now, I'm going to grab some more Kickapoo Joy juice, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk more about what's on your mind. Okay. Hey, I'm looking forward to sharing the rest of this story. With you, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a great story, but I mean, you and I both don't know what is going to happen yet. Um, I feel good about it, though. Obviously, I wouldn't be stepping out like this. Uh, hey, again, I thank you so much for, for participating in our survey. Um, just to throw out some of the things we're going to be talking about in future episodes, and uh, I'll refine this more as we go. Um, one thing that we there's a lot of interest in are the legal restrictions uh, that limit how many vehicles that you can sell in your state. We're going to be looking into that and also uh, into licensing rules and their costs and, and things like that. Um, if you've got specific questions, feel free to, to email them to, to uh, flippingquestions at gmail.com and we'll try to, to get you answers. But we're putting together a database that will be available on the website. So you'll be able to, to check out, you know, what the rules are for your state, 
what you have to do and where you contact, who you contact. There's quite a bit on there already under resources. When you go to flippinggenius.com, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com. There's only one G in there, so it's kind of like flippinggenius.com. We also saw a lot of people interested in, in finding vehicles at a workable price. You know, something that you can buy. I mean, we can all buy vehicles, but you can't if you can't buy them and make money off them. What's the use? Um, and and a lot of business interests, a lot of interest about how do I how do I turn this into a business? How do I make more profit? Uh, you know, how how do I how do I flip my my flips quicker? Um, and uh, and how do I keep my overhead down so I'm actually making a profit? Because if you're flipping cars and you're not saving any money, what does it matter? Um, something we haven't talked a lot about, and uh, frankly, I've got a lot of interest in it, is uh, salvage vehicles. And I, I shoot, I wish I remembered the name. I got a referral from uh, somebody off of Jeff Green's group uh, to uh, a salvage auction, and I'll I'll put a link on that under auctions. We've got links. We've got some great links right now to. I cannot believe there's hundreds of auctions that are available around the country, both dealer auctions, public auctions, insurance auctions. Um, if you go to, to the to the uh, Flipping Genius resources page, you're going to find. Uh, if you just click on the auctions tab, you'll find tons of links uh, to auctions everywhere in the United States and also Canada and other countries. Thank you, folks. We we've got thirty seven different countries listening to the Flipping Genius, so that I want to, you know, address that too. But uh, this was a a resource for insurance auctions and salvage vehicles, which is something I I want to know more about personally. So we'll probably bring some more folks on to talk about that. If you've got something to share about these these issues, please share them with us. Uh, please join the the flippers forum the group is growing it's going to grow and it's going to grow properly it's going to have good quality folks in there share your ideas share your questions share your thoughts help each other grow help each other learn let's help each other make money um selling and buying at auctions that was one of the one of the things uh mr ken lay uh from tennessee sent me a note thank you ken and uh, that's something that we'll talk more about. Of course, you can you can listen to some uh, pretty good auction episodes on Flipping Genius in the the past. Uh, we've we've done a pretty good job, I think, of covering that, but never too much information. Um, as I said, if you haven't already participated in the auction, either send me an email, and I'll send you the link. Or go to the Flippers, Flippers Forum, Flipping Genius Group on, on uh, you can just search it at Facebook or you can go to our website and get links. Please go to the website and get links um, and tell us more. And if there's something that you want to tell us more than what is on the list, please do that. Hey, thank you so much for lip- listening to the Flipping Genius. Please save us as a favorite. Very, very important. And Please subscribe. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe or any place where you can subscribe. Please give us a five-star review. If you're going to give a review, please give us a five-star review. If you 
don't like something, just send me an email. But if you like it, we work hard at this. Five-star reviews help bump us up so we get more people to listen. The more people we listen, the more time I can spend on this. The more time I spend on this, the better deals I can find. And talking about deals, if you go to the resources page, you're going to find resources from everything from tools to tires to to business training, uh, some great, great ideas, some fantastic resources that are just free that we've talked about in the past. And they're all on the resources page, and we continue to build that. And speaking about our podcast or our website, I'm sorry, I was talking about the website, we are actually in the middle of a complete rebuild on that. So you'll see some changes in the next couple weeks. Um, there'll be exciting things to make it easier to get navigate and bring more information to you because we are throwing ourselves into this thing full bore uh trying to be the 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 king mac daddy podcast of all flipping <laughs> and I, I i i just think that there's a lot to do here and there's a lot of people who are interested in flipping cars it's a way to make well, it's a way to make your way to your dreams. It really is. Uh, flipping cars has, has made me a lot of money. It's been a lot of fun. I've learned and I continue to learn. My goal is financial independence. I'm sure a lot of yours is too. But whatever the goal is financially, it's possible to achieve an awful lot by buying and selling cars for a profit. And that's why we're here. My goal of the podcast is to help you do it, help you make money. And I firmly believe if I help you, I'll get help too. I know that the more I share, the more I learn. And I'm delighted to have you listening, and I appreciate you. I hope to hear from more of you this week. Like I said, send your email, flippingquestions at gmail.com. Please share with your friends, please share on social media. Tell people about it. Share the share the uh, the survey with with your friends. Get them to to chime in so I can learn about them too. And tell your friends about the podcast. Have them come listen if you think they'll be interested. And if you've got ideas on what we should do in the future or things you want to share, send them along and share those too. Hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.